Hey race fans, welcome to Talking Stock. Let's go. everybody welcome back to episode number 19 of talking stock i'm here with my co-host trey trey how you doing how i'm feeling great after football this weekend both my penn state nittany lions and my pittsburgh steelers came home with uh some pretty big wins uh saturday and sunday but not great about the race kyle bush thought he might have had it in him to run well ended up wrecking out early so kind of upset about that but we'll get to that a little bit later for sure interesting weekend for me i'm still emotionally down physically down my voice hasn't recovered from the Notre Dame Ohio State game uh inches short but just like NASCAR it is a game of inches with 10 um, guys on the field with 10 guys on the field it's kind of such a as a Denny Hamlin fan watching yourself lose on like a technicality <laughs> mishap man makes it just hurt even more but uh, you should be used to now yeah at least I was prepared right so hopefully Season's not over. Schedule very favorable, uh, at least resume building-wise. It's going to be difficult. Um, game day at Duke coming up this week. Uh, Southern Cal and Clemson remain on the schedule. So we'll see how it all shakes out in the end. I think the Nittany Lions have uh, a good shot to be in the playoff. I think they have a very good chance against against both Michigan and Ohio State. But moving out of college football and the weekend in general, we move into Texas, and Trey, the acknowledgement needs to be made. We have fantastically huge brains. Gigantic brains. IQ out of this world. Galaxy brained. Uh, picking Willie B, both of us. Um, just kind of texted each other like we normally do before the show. And just like, man, I just think it's going to be Byron. We haven't had too much of a problem trying to be separate because most of the time we are separate. Um, and the fact that we just landed on Byron, I think, uh, says a lot about that team. Um, very talented. I think a little quiet through the first round. Uh, but, man, they are my pick to win from from when we did this thing, and I think they're just going to be pretty tough to beat down the stretch. Uh, but they come alive late, get a good victory. Is is William Byron the championship favorite right now, Trey? I don't know. I think that your guy and Denny Hamlin, I know that he's had his issues in the past, but I, he's been just so consistent through these first four playoff races. Not that Willie B hasn't been, uh, but as you said, he came along – uh, a little bit late in this race. He's just kind of hung around, which, you know, right now is okay. It's got himself in the round of eight now. But come the round of eight, when it's more pressing that you get that win, get to the front, that's when mistakes happen. So I'll be interested to see if Willie can do it then and then if he makes it to Phoenix, getting it done in Phoenix. But certainly one of the top contenders, a good weekend for him. He's been quiet these playoffs, but he's been, I think, Possibly top 10 every race. He's been right there every race. So it doesn't shock me that he won this one. Yeah, William Byron's been solid. Um, Denny Hamlin, like you said, I think he is, in my opinion, objectively, the favorite right now. They could have won almost every race that's been in this playoff, um, if not every race, just to be honest. Um, Texas, another another instance of that. Um, the, the incident with Ty Gibbs, uh, as Denny described, quote, took speed out of the car. Well, the car ran third uh, pretty much the whole day. So I would have been interested to see if they could have executed a pass with a gouging hole on the right side. I'm 
I'm sure it wasn't really helping anything. I'm I'm pretty sure it was hurting it, if nothing else. But um, I think that team, um, I think that they're just backed into a corner. Father time ticks. Um, this this is a group that since Gabe Hart and Hamlin have been together, uh, just been flat out one of the three best teams. And at most given times, one of the best teams, maybe the best team. So I think this is their year, but you never know. We'll see. Um, but certainly with the way Hamlin's looked recently, I think it's hard to argue that they're not the favorite. But, man, when it comes to Phoenix, I just got to give the the edge to Hendrick Motorsports and William Byron. But a Chevrolet that didn't have such a good week was the Kyle Busch eight-car tray. Explain to us what's going on with Kyle Busch. I don't know. This These struggles carried over from uh, Joe Gibbs Racing from last year just – Seems like he has a really good car, and then just one little minor mistake or minor issue just ends up taking him out. I think this weekend he was complaining a little bit of not knowing what was going on. Felt like maybe something was wrong in the right front. Um, that led to, I think, him dropping back in the field. Then it seemed like he picked up speed again and was holding steady, I think, around 6th or 7th. And then, as we saw with a lot of guys this weekend, getting into into the turn there, lost to the rear end, and went sliding into the fence uh, and ended his day pretty early. I thought he had a chance to compete, maybe maybe not so much for the win, but maybe in the top 10 uh, and just kept himself around and had a good point day, but that wasn't the case. So as an eight fan, as a fan of the eight, we're going to have to push on and hope that better days are ahead in uh, Talladega and at the Charlotte Roval. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that's a driver or team you can, you can kind of discount going forward, but they've certainly had, their fair share of struggles over the last maybe eight weeks or so. Um, another car that has just seemed to be hovering around but hasn't been able to find themselves in victory lane um, is the 23 of Bubba Wallace uh, coming off um, another strong finish for those guys, but uh, not a win. Um, they're close, but a mistake. The fact of the matter is uh, just didn't get it done. But um, Kyle Larson spins, and I think if – that had run green that they might've had a shot to win. Yeah. I think Bubba was probably the best car in the field this past weekend. He got the pole, ran most of the race up front. Um, possibly one of hit the best races of his career, just running up front the entire day. Uh, we've seen him do that. Some at the, at some of the super speedways and a little bit here at the intermediates, but not as much. So that was a big day for the 23 team there. Didn't get it done. He's been classified as, one of, if not the best, restarters in the game and just didn't get it done there late. He pulled out ahead a couple of times, but then too many cautions at the end cost him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you just hate to see that for him, um, just from his from his corner of view. Um, but as a fan, um, it just does seem to be typical of him um, to not be a finisher, um, which I don't mean that as, as an insult. It's just he has not been a finisher in his career. But what that means, I think, going forward is the opportunities are there. And if you start to click, then you find yourself in victory lane more and more often. And he's a young driver. And this is when since he's been at 2311, really been the first time he's been in extremely competitive equipment. So even when you go back to his time at Richard uh, Petty in the 43 car, he would be up there on super speedways and then one one flinch he's in the wall you know like coming down daytona he's almost guys almost got it doesn't take the right run goes into the wall um right now i think he has a track record of not being a closer 
But I think that the bright side in that is the opportunities are there. And I would expect that to maybe go his way um, as 2311 continues to get better. But overall, Texas was sort of an interesting race. I think as we clar- uh, classified um, Bristol last week, was just, eh, you know, not terrible, not great. Um, but for Texas, definitely better than usual. Yeah, we've seen some really terrible racing at Texas in the past. I think that as we've seen throughout the other mile and a half tracks this year at Charlotte and Kansas, they've improved and Texas improved, maybe not to the level of like a Charlotte or a Kansas that where we saw super competitive, super exciting racing for almost the entire entire day. But it definitely improved. I don't know if this should still be a playoff race, uh, but it held its ground to keep at least one date on the calendar moving forward. Yeah, certainly improvement. Any improvements, good improvement. Um, but I'm certainly excited to not be racing in Texas this weekend. You know, I'm just glad it's in the past now. Um, but moving out of this last weekend, uh, we'll, we'll kind of cycle through these rumors. Not too much going on, but I think a very exciting and potentially quirky one is uh, it's going to be Talladega Nights this Sunday uh, for uh, Stuart Haas Racing. Uh, Old Spice is going to sponsor Chase Briscoe, Cal Naughton, and uh, the Wonder uh, Bread is going to be back for Ryan Priest, obviously, Ricky Bobby. I think this is extremely exciting, Trey, and I think it points an eye to, man, you just miss those old major sponsors because their colors, their logos, and their schemes really pop on the car. Yeah, it's a little bit of shake and a little bit of bake. What a movie that is. One of my all-time favorites. So really excited to see these cars on the track uh, uh, come Sunday. They did a pretty cool little press conference like they did in the movie, so I thought that that was cool to see on on Twitter and on social media there. Uh, Maybe it'll bring some luck to the Stuart Haas team that we certainly haven't seen seen, uh, run well this year, but maybe, maybe one of them gets a good finish or even in victory lane. Well, it certainly is the lottery ball down there in Talladega. It's going to be this Sunday on NBC. We have a 500-mile race for us. Maybe the lottery ball spit out one of the the 14 or 41 for SHR. They could certainly use a little bit of momentum going into next year. Um, But as far as this race, Trey, um, perhaps maybe the most radical option in the whole playoff circuit where I think you have a, a chance to send somebody that could be reeling, could be Kyle Busch. Um, was he the spring race winner? He was the spring race. He was the spring race winner. So, I mean, things look gloomy, but it's only one race. It's only one win puts you in the next round. So, Trey, what are you expecting for this weekend? A lot of exciting, action-packed racing uh, for all 500 miles. We've seen the super speedways in the next-gen car have been great, um, both this year at Daytona uh atlanta and at the spring talladega race they they ran really exciting races this should be exciting definitely a lottery ball type type event um i think though now that we're in the round of 12 i don't think you can classify any of the winners as a surprise winner whereas if we were in the round of 16 you could have gotten someone like a ricky stenhouse or a michael mcdowell to to kind of steal one away there coming from the the back half of the of what you would consider the contenders uh, but now that these 12 guys, I think I could see any of them getting the win and, and moving on. Well, I think that there's certainly an art to this. Um, someone in the the perspective of like Denny Hamlin, who, you know, obviously has a track record, an extremely talented super speedway racer. The most important thing for him this Sunday is absolutely not going to victory lane. It is avoiding contact, crashing, because he has such a points lead. So watching that strategy as it trickles throughout the field, the people that need to perform and the people that need to just 
finish and finish not even super well. I mean, if, if Hamlin comes out, runs 14th and finishes, I mean, that's fine, you know? So that kind of the same thing uh, for anybody else. But then you look at maybe like William Byron, who's kind of got that immunity. You can kind of let his balls hang a little bit, maybe snag some extra points. So crazy how that works out. I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, who do you think you got winning this week, Dre? Yeah, I got one of the Fords, maybe not the one that other people might be thinking, but I'm going to go with uh, Ryan Blaney taking this one home and moving on. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. It can certainly add to your total. Um, just to slip it in here before I get my my picks, um, Trey, like we said, Trey and I both had William Byron. Uh, luckily, I had Denny Hamlin in my top five, so I did gain a point on Trey throughout the weekend. The standings read 32-27 to 27 as we come uh, through this back stretch here, and we'll hopefully crown a champion. We haven't really come up with an award or punishment yet for the loser, but hopefully we can address that when it comes. Um, but for myself, I'm going to pick with uh, Brad Keselowski. Uh, he's been traditionally successful, um, borderline member of the Alabama gang, just for being so good there. His last win, I believe, was in a money lion, number two car there during this fall race. So I think Brad Keselowski gets it done. As far as my top three or five, I'm going to stick with Hamlin. I think that they hang out in the back the whole day, avoid the contact, and maybe finish up front. And then Bubba Wallace, I think he needs to have a good finish. Don't be surprised if he wins for the second time at Talladega. All three of those are really good picks. I think that Kislowski actually might have been my pick to win uh, the spring race just based on his uh, talent and prestige here at Talladega. I think he has six wins at the track. So for that reason, I'm going to put him in my top three of five. And joining them is the nine of Chase Elliott, another guy that's seemed to have pretty good success on the super speedways and Despite not being in the in the playoffs uh, this year, I think he's going to still want to build some momentum. And we've seen him be really fast uh, in the races he has competed in this year. So I, th- I think that I can I can expand my lead this weekend and hopefully start thinking of a punishment uh, once I win this thing. Absolutely. Um, as we kind of wrap that up, um, our question comes from Twitter DM, um, hinting at the round of twelve. Obviously, we have Texas. Talladeg and the Roval and Intermediate, Super Speedway, and Road Course. Um, this question asks, do we like the track diversity of the round of 12, or should the playoff format be more consistent? Trey, you have the floor. I think that this round, giving us three completely different style racetracks, um, is certainly interesting. I don't know how much I love it, just because at both Talladega and the Charlotte Roval especially, they can spit out like these lottery ball, random type winners, the guys that, you know, kind of lucked into something there or they're like a road course ace and they take one there. So I don't know how much I love it, but it does build some excitement for that exact reason is that you're going into these next two weekends knowing having no clue who could win. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, it certainly is a part of the way NASCAR has set up their schedule to have so many different varieties of track. Um, I don't mind that it's represented in one round. Um, personally, the biggest change I would just like to see is that the championship doesn't come down to one race. Um, it's not that we see so much diversity now. It's There's no diversity when it comes to the championship. And up until recently, Trey, we've both been rooting for Toyota cars. They've traditionally sucked at Phoenix. So I think there's been a couple of years where they were the best team and they haven't been able to get it done in Phoenix. So I think having – I get the idea of having it there because it's always going to run, bearing a hurricane in the middle of the desert. But, man, it sucks. I just wish they had 
another round, the final round, round of four, and let that decide the champion. Or better yet, let's just go back to the Winston Cup because we already know what to do. Yeah, I think maybe a, a two or three race playoff at the end would be super exciting, super interesting, and didn't you know require drivers to go to their absolute worst track on the circuit uh, and try and get a win when you're looking at Hendrick, that is probably on their best track on the circuit uh, from a year to year basis. So, or the Winston Cup, Winston Cup. Yeah, I agree. I guess it just Winston Cup. But uh, as always, we appreciate you turning in, uh, tuning in for the show. Uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Talk Stock Pod. We want to know who you're rooting for and where you're rooting from. And as always, enjoy Talladega. Mm-hmm.